Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, bringing you another adventuring episode of What the Dice. This week's episode is episode 53, which is after 52, but it is still in the 50s. But, other than that, have you guys checked out us on Twitter or on Facebook? It's What the Dice Pod. Come take a look and hang out with us. We also got a Discord going if you want to come and join the community. New people are always welcome. We've got a spot in the tavern just for you. Other than that, I ain't got nothing else. So grab your favorite drink, sit back, relax, and let's get on with this week's episode of... What the Dice. As we sit in the campsite, we watch the old man that we have come to know as the storyteller. He begins to prep the afternoon meal by setting the old embers ablaze with a small match, adding some dried roots and twigs to give it more life. He begins to start setting thicker logs onto the slowly growing flame. Once the fire is at a strong level, he begins to set up a small cooking station, placing some small crab, shrimp, and fish that he had caught while we were resting. Looking up at us, he smiles as the crab hits the oil and begins to sizzle. Ah, me friend. So, it is important that every traveler and every adventurer take a short rest, get back their strength, and give them a chance to see light. But our adventuring friends have had their break, and now they must continue with their time, for they must now deal with whatever comes their way. Sit back, me friends, have a snack, and hear me tale. Lunch for you guys is pretty simple. Meat, cheese, bread, drink. Upon the end of lunch, we come back and we see you guys sitting at the table. Again, there's a knock at the door. Not it this time. Not it. Not it. As you open the door, the rat scholar stands there, leaning on his cane. Ah, yeah. The tin can answers the door. How are you? Are you all fed? Are we ready to get working? I have things to tell you and places to go. Sure. Then follow me. He begins to walk off. Perfect. Are you coming? I'm going to inform everybody that he is here and he kind of wanted us to follow him. All right, Kyle will get up and follow. All right, I'm coming. He begins to walk towards the scholar's library. Entering the scholar's library, he passes through the library itself and moves into one of the hallways, which dead ends into a simple statue of a scholar holding a book up and a torch in his other hand. Placing his hand on the statue, 
it slides open, and there is now a stairwell down. Well, me. come on, follow me, follow me. Walking down the stairs, you see... Secret tunnel! Down the secret tunnel, you find a massive library, larger than the one above. Inside, you see rooms that are sealed off and magically warded with strange items that are glowing inside, with many scholars around studying it. Swords that seem to produce light out of nothing are being tested. Torches that never go out are being subjected to all manner of tests being dunked in water, being dissected and being studied. Moving into the heart of it, a large circle with multiple places to sit. Inside, you see the one paladin that saw the future that is now the general. A place for the rats, the rat scholar to sit as others that you have not met before. The rat scholar sits, placing his cane down. Welcome, heroes, to the Institute. Here, we have in the safety of magic wards of all different gods and goddesses to protect the city above and help contain all the strange items that have come from the extraplanar dimensions. Placing his hand down, he slides a pamphlet of papers to you. Inside the pamphlet of papers, you see a crude drawing of the skull and the scepter followed by several notes. As you see, a lot of our scholars have had the chance to do studying, and it is very well done. We have been able to determine the strange metals, how it produces its energy, and no problem, no uh, surprise that it is all from the gods, and what they do. It seems as if we can contain all of them into a special sphere we will be able to push back the darkness permanently, or at least for another thousand years. I have been writing these books in multiple languages in order to make it so that every future generation will have this knowledge and the ability to push back this darkness. So, what do you think? Kalila is in awe. Sounds pretty nifty. I agree. He smiles. Well, as our lead agents, I have grand news. It seems as if, according to the translation, the next item is on our very continent. The problem, my friends, is it is not easily accessible. I will have to send you off in a dangerous route. What do you mean? It seems as if this item is deep within orc territory. Not like the orc territory you came from. I'm talking the mountain orcs. Mm. Pulling out a large world map, he sets it in front of you guys and begins to draw. It is not a small area to deal with, but in this region right here, in the north, by the mountains, the lakes, and two small orc villages, well, orc towns, there seems to be notes of a strange temple that contains the next item. Now, the translation is very crude, and it speaks of a wind orb, or a crystal of wind, that produces wind constantly. 
and with the greatest of focus. It says that you can summon hurricanes and tornadoes and wipe entire cities off the map with just a mere thought. So it's the wind equivalent of volcano, basically. Exactly. I was about to say, it sounds it. Now, with the monocle that you've acquired and the books that you've acquired, I have done much research and done tons of reading. And it seems as if this is the most clear area that it could be in, but is dangerous. There are orcs everywhere, and I do not know what else is out there and what else I'll be sending you into. Well, there's definitely dwarves up in that area. If I recall right, uh, the dwarves and the orcs are fighting in the north when it's the orcs and the humans in the south. Yes. Now, the dwarves in that area are civil enough. They have seen cat folks. They have seen humans. They, they are fairly civil. They will not fire upon you just because you're in the area. But they don't particularly like people they don't know. I don't have any contacts up there, but I have been trying. But somewhere up there is a temple. Is it beneath the pale blue sky? If I had a book, I would throw it at you. <laughs> but these books are all of arcane nature. We don't want to damage them. I might have to get some mundane books to throw at you. I will think about it. But it seems as if that is the only place possible. Talking by the writing, it says that there is mountains and water and dense forest, and that the temple is within the dense forest. So I have acquired a carriage and some horses to take you up there. It is a long trek. So if you wish not to go, that is fine. I will send other agents, but I believe as if it is your destiny to deal with this darkness yourselves. I'm okay with that. I will nod while still also looking around at all the puzzling items that they have. No, we cannot. He nods. He Besides, don't you still have to shoot the darkness? Looking at Defibulous. I think that's on one of my lists to do, yeah. Well, then we will give you a tour of the new facility, and then I will help you get on your way. Standing up, he begins to walk. Now, all of these items here we have deemed as safe. They are items that either produce strange foods that are non-poisonous and nutritious, fruits that grow from stone, swords that speak in strange riddles and carry no edge, small boxes that play music that seems to rattle the glass around it. All of them have been studied and in-depthly so. Then we have these strange boxes here. He walks up to a large black box that has glass on the outside. Inside, it seems to just show a reflection of you, like if it's a mirror. Mm -hmm. He places his hand on a small piece of glass that is in the black border. There's a strange rumble sound and a bag drops out. He opens it, and there are slices of apple. He goes, and then this strange machine that was found seems to drop random fruits in these strange bags. And it's puzzling. Like, completely random? He goes, well, 
We have found oranges, grapes, apples. We have found dried fruits, such as raisins and prunes and sometimes dates. It's It seems to be random. It has no gears. It's not clockwork. It doesn't need to be wound. It doesn't use any type of power crystals. We don't know how it works, but everything has been safe. Interesting. Hmm. He walks you over to another section that is heavily guarded. Inside, you see strange creatures moving about. Clyde, you get that eerie feeling of darkness creep up your spine. I detect evil. They are evil, but they are safely contained. Mm. Does Sir Reginald know about these? Yes. We okay. have both agreed that these cannot be killed because we have tried. This strange creature here that seems to be a moving shadow, we have stabbed it with all manner of weapons. Nothing phases it. But it is non-aggressive unless it is in sunlight. So we have captured it and keep it out of the sun. And it just seems to be there. Has anybody tried to banish it? Yes. I said we have tried many things. Okay. It's the first thing that I thought of because uh, other planar. Yes. Well, it seems as if there are some creatures out there that are beyond our skills. That is why I have also been reaching out to the other continents to get some of the best and brightest here. Moving on, he continues giving you the tour. There are some other creatures that are either neutral or good alignment that are just strange. They, they have special abilities that are not something that are common. They are being treated nicely but they are still being held, not as captives, but to be studied to ensure the safety of those around. Gotcha. After finishing the tour, he hands you all signet rings. He goes, these are for you. They are our crest. Looking upon it, it is a book with a sword coming out of it. So it's the hilt of the sword sits inside the book. I like it. And he goes, they are of mithril, which means you may get them enchanted at your cost. So I have ensured that a coach has been ordered for you. When you are ready to head out, it will be waiting for you at the entrance of the city. All right, Kalala will still be fascinated and boggled at all the fun things that new weird and different things that are around but also remember the weird things she's already experienced but not say anything no I was going to say given she'll probably look at everyone and go given that it's already past noon shall we plan to head out tomorrow well uh, I wonder if we can look to see if there's anybody who ha can enchant these rings with uh natural armor bonus. I'm sure we can find a shop. Fibulous. Can I get a perception check? 
Yes. Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you hear something interesting. It sounds like... It would sound like your gun, except it's multiple fires. You hear... Silence. And then it again. Until you hear just a series of clicks. He's going to follow that noise. Following the noise, you find a large room and you see a elf holding a strange black, almost looks like a rifle, but it is too well made. It is sleek in design. It's like, ooh, what type of rifle is that? The rat scholar looks over, he goes, we don't know. It was found buried in the sands of the Naga. Her ears are going to pop up at hearing Naga. One of our agents was sent out to see what the commotion was because we've heard that there was a lot of Naga activity. They fell through a strange trap door in the sand and this item was found clenched in the hands of a strange skeleton with metal on its head and an arm that is of pure steel. How bizarre. Like yeah. a golem. But was once living. Hmm. We brought the bones in and we began to study them. By what we can tell after reassembling the skeletal structure safe, slowly, was it was about the size of a dwarf. But stockier. Hmm. How do you get stockier than a dwarf? <laughs> We don't know, but I don't know either. he was holding this item with several small or a small box containing multiple rounds. So we have been testing it. It doesn't seem to have any magical abilities, but it seems to be able to pierce the strongest of metals. Hey, bullets designed to pierce metal. But I like this idea. Maybe we can make some arrows that do the same thing. Well, we have had some of our scholars studying it and testing it. And we have decided that we are going to keep this design a secret and not let anyone else know. It's probably for the better for a while. Right. So I guess that means you're not going to let me sketch it. Correct. Where the Naga, you, you, you said came from the Naga. Where were the Naga? Walking over to the map, he runs his fingers down to the southeast to a large canyony area that is in the heart of the desert. This is where they are at. And you said you got this object from that area? Correct. It seems as if fate deemed that our men must find it because he fell into a hole in the ground and landed upon the skeleton. Wow, that's pretty coincidental or God pushed. <laughs> Luck or God, one of the other. Pretty much. Did you actually run into the Naga? Were they friendly? No, he found this and felt that this was more of a discovery than the Naga. 
So we will be sending more men out to deal with that. Mm. Mostly right now, we are just keeping an eye on them. They are not causing any trouble, so there's no point for us to do anything. Nod. Am I allowed to shoot the gun at least? He hands you a small little box. When you look inside, you see about five bullets. You may try you as you like. He'll hand him back four of the bullets. He goes, I don't want to waste if you have limited ones of these, but I'll at least shoot one of them. Now, I will roll out some a steel shield. He has a scholar pull out a, a steel shield that is a square shield, almost like a tower shield. Mounting it onto a target, he walks off and gets behind a wall for safety. The scholar gives you a nod and lets you fire. Oh, jeez. Take aim at the shield and fire. You feel no recoil in the system or in the shot besides a, a slight one. You are able to hit your target with skill and it is a clean hole. The strange thing that you notice is that the gun kicks out a spent cartridge. Ooh, interesting. You could wrap this one up. I'll take it with me. <laughs> <laughs> the scholar just gives you a shake of the head and places his cane on the uh, barrel and pushes it down. Now, now, you're an agent. You should hold yourself in high regards. If I can make more, we'll talk. He goes, no recoil whatsoever. That's really impressive. He nods. He goes, yes. And quite scary if you think about it. And it uses a cartridge system. I love this thing. Well, if we are able to acquire more bullets, you can help with the research. Field test, if it were. If it comes down to where we feel this item needs to go out to deal with something, he will be the first called. I like this idea. <laughs> well, there you are. Bigger and better boomsticks for you. Oh, I'm also working on a quieter boomstick now. That would be nice to the ears. Ran into a, uh, I think it was a dwarf that... Gnome. Gnome. Who said that? Your memory. Oh, great. Voices. Uh, I ran into a gnome that, uh, her family has been working on it. And she gave me a free pair of blueprints for it. Well, that was sweet of her. Very nice. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Her gun looks like it exploded on her after she shot a skeleton with it. Ooh, that sounds bad. I was trying to rob her. A skeleton was trying to rob her? That's what she told me. That sounds bizarre. But then again, we have now an entire army of skeletons that didn't know they were even dead. So there is that. Yeah, she lives. We'll give the location. She also, her family wears a lily, which I haven't seen that one before. A lily? Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Knowledge check? Roll it. What kind of knowledge? Local? What kind of, what are you trying to glean from it? Who has the symbol of a lily on them? All right. Uh, or uses the symbol. So if it's a religious and there is like maybe, I don't know, a town, then she would know that there's two references to a lily. Or that's what I would imagine. All right. So let's do knowledge religion for the knowledge part of it. Ooh, I can do that. Yeah, I can't. Knowledge local you wouldn't be able to do because she's not from the area. Okay. Geography? Uh, you could do geography. Arcana? You could do arcana. Nature and plains? Nature would just tell you 
<laughs> what kind of flower it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a lily. Yeah. All right. So you said arcana or geography? Arcana, geography, and religion. Okay. I at least got two out of those. So I'll take over the geography. So I have a 15 for religion. So with that, you remember that the lily, depending on the color of the lily, is what it would represent. Okay. In a religious aspect. In a religious aspect. Okay. What about in a geography aspect? I rolled a 25. So lilies are a very difficult flower to maintain. And they're only going to be in areas that are very balmy and very uncomfortable to live in. Kind of like a rainforest, grasslands. Uh, sometimes they are found in marshes. Okay. Very headed and he uh, heavy foliage and wet. Yeah. Okay. Though there have been some rare cases where you find them in mountains. Okay, a rare mountain lily something something. Mm -hmm. Okay. You said she had a lily on her? Looking back at the fibulous. Yeah, on her hand. Was, was it colored? He will think back to the color of it. It was a brand, so it was uh, hot steel pressed into the flesh. Okay, scar tattoos. Yeah, what that voice said. Hmm. Well, if we're talking about where lilies actually grow, geographically, it's anywhere that has either the rare mountain or wet and heavy marshy type terrain. Let's say she said she came from like a desert, desert, desertish region, region, didn't she? That also had thick foresting. Yeah, he goes. Uh, she came from like a deserty area with thick foresty area around it too. Complicated. Well, and then the knowledge arcana. Oh, I'll roll again. Okay. 23. So just like with Clyde, you would need to know the color of Lily and what it would represent. But it does narrow down to prosperity, purity, passion, wealth, confidence, grief, rebirth, and death. So it does really depend on where or what color. There's a lot of context clues behind this. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Well, Delilah will just kind of go, hmm. Overall, it magically and symbolically, it can mean a kind of a wide variety of things. Interesting. Well, I say we meander on. I believe Clyde did mention something about getting the ring slots enchanted. She will look to the rat scholar and go, could you recommend a enchanter or two for our lovely gifted rings? Of course, there are many enchanters up, um, up in the upper city. It depends on what you need done. Something dealing with armor, but either way. He goes, there is a druid that would be able to do it. Oh, if you could point out on the lovely city map where he's at. He gives you the city. Uh, taking your city map, he gives you a, a place to go. A marker. Yep. A couple other places. Are you guys ready to move on? Yes. I believe we all agree to getting the rings enchanted, a meal, a good night's sleep, and heading out in the morning was our plan. Yes. 
off to home. You have your good meal. You have your good rest. Heading out in the morning, you load up in the carriage. The carriage is drawn by a single horse. He did not provide a carriage driver. So you also see that there are supplies. Probably a good, a fair good amount of supplies, actually. Enough to get you all the way there and you would have to resupply. Or all the way into that region. And then you would either have to hunt or find a town to restock at. Now, are you guys ready to travel? I believe so. Yes. I believe so as well. Heading up north. Are you guys going to take the most direct shot? Or are you going to take the traveled routes? Ah, you mean on the road or off the road? Correct. Well, we do have a path to the... If I remember correctly, the closer to the mountains we get, the closer to the dwarves we get. I think the orcs are kind of in the middle. So we can take the coastal path, which I think is human, has humans, and then the, the mountain path, which has orcs and dwarves. Well, there's orcs either way. Okay. So either we go to the mountains and deal with the dwarves, or potentially deal with the orcs and everything else on the path. I mean, if it's on the way, it might be the best thing to do. Well, talking to the dwarves would be good, and they might have at least... I, I, I'm not 100% sure of the area, but there are more towns that way. I do recall that. My village isn't that... We're kind of at the southern eastern part of the mountain, so... We, we hear about the trade going on the, the dwarven paths up north is what we always call it. Oh, we can swing by your place and say hi to everyone. <laughs> That's past Narrow Cloud. It would be out of the way. And besides, if you go all the way over to the eastern coast above our village, past the, the mountain, the narrow mountain passes up there, it's completely controlled by orcs. But they stay on that side of the mountain and we stay on ours. Well... Oh, um, I was just going to say, I would travel along the area so we can resupply easier. So follow up the river and to the Dwarven Path? Sounds like a smarter task point to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. We will take the Eastern Path up the river. Staying on the roads, I'm assuming? It makes logical sense. Yeah, sounds like a smart idea. Where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> <laughs> so, you are taking the eastern route to go north. Following right. the riverbed. Sounds that way. Heading out. A storm begins to swell overhead. It begins to lightly rain as you leave. The, the rain is soft, warm, and refreshing. You have a sense of awe as you have a chance to see these untouched plains and forests between each section, each town and city. 
Palila has no problem finding places to hunt. Deer, rabbit, fish, all in abundance. Nature is at its most grand and bountiful here. You begin to get closer to the fork in the road. There, a large trading depot. People have... I'm going to say, how large? It looks as if 5,000 or more people live here. You see large, two large farms. You see well-trained archers patrolling, as well as well-trained soldiers patrolling. Oh, nice. Palila is able to make three grand in her pelts and that she sells. Group loot it. Yes, ma'am. People are friendly enough. You see a mix of humans and dwarves chatting and mingling. Anyone going to ask about the temple or any type of inquiry here? Oh, we got all the way up? No, you got to here. here. Okay, the southern? I'm putting everyone there in that, like, there. Okay, yeah, around the southern larger dot. Yeah. Okay. We've probably actually passed through this city multiple times because Narrow Cloud is the dot just to the right. Right. I was going to say, isn't this this little town area that Defibulous started in originally? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) I was going to say... So we have all passed through this town multiple times. Mm-hmm. Fibulous. Yes. Perception. 26. You notice something a little strange, Defibulous. It seems as if the store that your brother was setting up here is boarded up and closed. You don't see any firearms in this town. It seems as if they still hold true to their bows, their arrows, crossbows, and repeating crossbows. He's going to get a good chuckle at that and realizing exactly where he's at. He's going to go, he'll tell everyone he'll be right back and he's going to go see, check out the innkeeper, see how he's doing, and find out what happened to his brother's store. Walking up to the innkeeper, he greets you with a smile and literally goes, you know, you still owe me five gold. I'm pretty sure I paid you with work, sir. I don't know. Sounds like you still owe me five golds, at least according to my books. Since when did you keep a book? Since I thought it was a good idea. It is a good idea. It was my wife's idea. Well, she she was pretty on the ball about that stuff. Yes. So, what brings you back to town? Oh, you know, adventuring and, you know poking things I probably shouldn't, and gee, what happened to the uh, gun store? Well, you know, the strange thing about black powder is it tends to explode when not taken care of, and when you try to run out a certain innkeeper that has a daughter that is a pyromancer. (laughs) That would have been a hell of a display to watch. Well, I made sure that the explosion happened outside the city and that they just could not get supplies. You know, those those uh, bandits out in this area are just so vicious. Why were they trying to run you out of town and you feed people and house people? 
I've got the bigger store. Oh. Fair enough. I'm glad to see uh, you guys are all doing pretty well here. He goes, yeah, we uh, we made some deals with a small hunting village near here that we, uh, we're trading supplies, and they're helping us get better archery trained and stuff like that. Ah, oh, what town are you working with? Yeah, some some rural little town. They're out in the middle of nowhere. I think they fish and hunt. Ain't nothing out there. Nothing, no metal or anything, so. Hmm. I'm not familiar with any other town out there like that other than Narrow Cloud. Yeah, they're close to Narrow Town. I wouldn't even call it a town. They're like a village. Interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the city guard made the deal. Well, Defibius will hand him his five gold, and he's like, all right, there you go. All right, looks like we're square then. Here's your change. He slides you back the five gold. Why, thank you, sir. If you guys ever need any help, you know you can call on me. Absolutely. And my friends. Well, it's nice to see someone likes you. Someone has to. Yeah. It's probably me more, more likely I'm keeping an eye on them so they don't get hurt. Now, you do have the large boomstick. Very true. <laughs> well, if you need a place to stay, my doors are always open. I appreciate that. I'll see if the group wants to stop by and, well, I might have to hurt them over here, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. The Fibulous will uh, head back to the group and see what they're up to. Well, actually, Kalila would have been like, where the hell is he disappearing off to and would have, like, stalked behind you with an elbow to Clyde to be like, come on, go follow him. See where he's all eager to go off to, unless Clyde wants to go somewhere else. Clyde was actually going to ask what pelts are selling for the most right now. Pelts? Yeah. Uh, I will find out. It looks like it's an even spread. They're just using it to, they're basically just buying the pelts to sell off. So you're getting like, you know, five gold or so. Standard market value. Yeah. Because it, it's just a general good market. Okay. Uh, Everybody know, has a good supply for multiple uses. I know we are <laughs> on our way up, but do we want to take um, a day or maybe two and um, hunt around the area since we just made so much money for everybody? So that amount of gold is for about two weeks worth of travel. What he's saying is if we took even uh, two days, we'd probably net at best, like, what, four hundred yeah. gold? Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean, like... If you guys feel like you want to spend two days here... It wasn't necessarily a super hard deadline. Yeah. I mean, obviously not dilly-dally too much, but taking an extra day or two would be the same thing as if we had a combat and had to rest. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not a volcano that's exploding, so... And there's no town or lava dragons killing things. Correct. Alright. Koala well, loves hunting, so happily so. Just and I'm gonna try hunting too, so... Okay, well, we can combine our efforts. Let's go see what the hell Defebulous is doing, though. He got super excited, and I haven't seen him bolt off like that without being angry. Okay, let's. 
Kalila's going to follow Defibulus before he comes, starts to like leave the conversation. She's going to pop in and be like, what about dragging us where? I thought we've been through this. No more ropes. Well, I don't have a rope, but I may have, you know, volunteered you to help with uh, some in-work and what have you, too. No ropes needed there. Do you need meat? We're going to go hunting. He goes, I'll pay a fair share for meat. If it's fresh. I'll bring you the fresh. You keep the meat. I keep the pelt. Works for me. Sounds good. Oh, Mr. Innkeeper, these are my my friends here. Kalila and Clyde. Welcome. So, deal is five gold a night per person or one elk. Okay. Perfect. So, Although you're gutting it. It's what my son's for. We'll even I, skin it for you. Is he good at skinning? He's a leathersmith. I don't so. He wants to just buy the pelt with the buying of the meat, and you guys want to combine it. That'll, that's kind of our goal. I mean, I do that. let's ask him if we can get a little bit of, a, you know, extra, because we are solo. We're only here for one or two days, and we are strictly only bartering with him. With and it's, his nose, it's going to be fresh one or two days. I will let wave at Clyde to be like, you do your diplomancy. You'd be nice to the innkeeper, Clyde. I'm going to be very nice. I'm going to say hello and greet him very nicely. You say hello to everyone. Yes, yes, I do. And no hitting on the innkeeper or his daughter. And son, I will. Wife, I will use uh, goat diplomacy. <laughs> I will use diplomacy to try and strike a deal with him. Alright. And what is your diplomacy role? A 23. So, you were able to convince him to pay six gold for each elk killed. You will get 50 gold per pelt. And then you will get three gold as an extra bonus. But they get to keep everything. Fine. Okay. Okay. I feel. What about all the meat costs? They come. That's the fifty gold. Oh, okay. You said for the pelt. The pelt. What did I say? It, it's fine. It, yeah. It, it, you probably just switched the two numbers on accident. I, yeah. Close enough. That that's fine. So, as we watch, Clyde. Actually, you know what? Let's get a roll, Clyde. Since you're going hunting, how are you going to go hunting? Are you going I to have go survival? Are you going to go tromping around in plate mail? I'm going to do what most hey, hunters do. I'm going to find a spot, sit down, and wait. He's going to let the deer come to him. Tack. All right. So, Kalila and well, Kalila, are you going to hunt, stalk, and kill, or are you going to do Clyde? I, I interpreted he was going to hunt his and I was going to hunt mine and we were I know, I was just seeing which way you were going. My own if way. you're gonna sit and wait or if you're gonna actually stalk and hunt. Stalk and hunt, that's what she's good at. Alright. With the I, idea of at least one one elk, and if he gets an elk and she gets an elk, it's a lot of elk, so mm -hmm. So how long are you guys staying for? I, we still have to discuss well, we just discussed this with Defibulous. What do you guys say? Two days? I think two days is fine. Yeah. Alright. So both of you roll a survival. 
Oh my god. Natural 20. Ooh, good job. So I have a 23. Alright. Mathing. 29. Alright. So after two days worth of hunting, taking out the fact of what, how much each, how much it would cost for each of you to stay, the fibulous, are you doing anything to help mitigate the cost of you staying there? Yep, I'm helping out in the inn like I was before I went with the party. So all said and done, you all walk away with 600 gold for your two days worth of sitting. Group loot. Sounds good. You said you all walk away, so is that six times three or six hundred nope, total? That's six hundred total. That's a, I just want a clarification. As the sun rises on the second day, or on the third day, and you guys are preparing to leave, we are going to end this episode here. Well, with eyes twinkling of gold, Clyde and Kalila take their time in doing some hunting, while Defibulous meets up with an old friend and finds out that his brother's grip on every town is not as firm as his brother might hope. Well, my friends, that's all we have for this meal. And until next time, May the Dice Gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com and if you liked our little adventure please share us with your friends and rate and review us 